Well, today we're, we're diving into, again, just a little bit different, a little bit of a family meeting, though um, a lot of things that we can glean out of some of what I'll be sharing. I just want to start off by reading four shorter verses, just talking about making space, last week making space for Jesus, and really today we just kind of jump off of that a little bit, just talking about making space for increase making space for increase in our lives, making space for increase in our community, in our walk with the Lord. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 7 says, Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. Isaiah 54, verse 2, Enlarge the place of your tent, And let the curtains of your habitations be stretched out. Do not hold back. Look at somebody around you say, do not hold back. We get so nervous sometimes about not holding back. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. John chapter 3, verse 30, the gospel of John. He must increase... But I must decrease. That one, you could just stay. We could stay right there all all year, all life. One more. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. And so obviously you can see a theme right here in these four scriptures. Again, Isaiah 9, 7, Isaiah 54, 2, John 3, 30, and 1 Corinthians 3, 6. And all these scriptures have a reference, both Old Testament and New, of allowing for increase from the Lord to happen in our lives. And, you know, this year... We're kind of believing and kind of put it in light of 2022 in a moment. But this year, we're prayerfully believing God both to discover areas of need that require and need increase and to generally have increase of Christ and increase in our community. And with that, I want to just pause for a minute and just say a big thank you for, you know, it's 2022, kind of you kind of referenced it for a couple of weekends going into the new year, but I'm just so thankful for any of you in the year 2022, I just rhymed, that sounded nice, that made a decision to come in and make Reach Community your home and to really begin to get planted into this. We, we don't want to accidentally just sort of fly by that and just kind of go into the new year and start talking about increase and everything. And, but we're just, we're really thankful. We're thankful for, for each person. That's really our, our strategy here. Um, our strategy is to, to fill the house with Jesus the best we can and to really fill each of our lives with the Lord the best we can with more and more intentionality as we journey. But then as a result, Jesus then brings the people needed and the people who need to be planted into this body and connected here. So we fill the house with Jesus and Jesus fills the house. That, that's essentially our strategy 
in a nutshell. Um, and we're just so thankful for all of you in the past 12 months who just felt that call, felt that burden to come and, and to be a part of this community. With that said, 2022 was, it was a little bit different of a year from our first two years in this building. And many of us know that in 2020, June 2020, the year of COVID, the year of COVID, that, that like has a ring to it. In the year of COVID, like the year of our Lord, the year of COVID, the year of Katrina, you know, in the year of Katrina, um, in the year of COVID, the Lord was gracious enough to, to put this facility in our hands. And, and if that, yeah, we're very, very blessed with that. We had no idea. I was, sharing, I was sharing with somebody just recently, as I probably will continue to do so for the years to come, just how just unexpected, just the Lord's provision and, and the response of the community was and how the Lord provided when we really were able to get this community going. And we've really, it's been beyond our, our hopes, my personal hopes or expectations as to what the Lord has done so, so quickly. And, um, but nonetheless, 2020, when we came into here and then followed by 2021, they were just two crazy years. You think COVID, you think everything's sort of, you know, down and people aren't really doing church and trying to figure out life and Zoom in all their work from their houses or whatnot. And, um, but those two years were just, just incredible years of just multiplication here in this house. And um, it really, it really did. I don't want to say it caught us off guard, but it certainly surprised us. And we were certainly pleasantly pleased with that growth. 2022, in, in not a bad sort of way, in a good sort of way, it was kind of a plateau year. And I told our leadership council, actually going into 2021, in our ABM and in our Council of Servants planning meeting, or where I was sharing sort of the budget and the plan, I said, you know, I'm not expecting 2021 to be the same as 2022. And then we got through 2021, and it, it was like much better than 2022 in terms of people and finances and different things and ministry. And then 2022, this year, I really felt like this past year, it was a, a plateau type of year. But again, don't take plateau as a bad thing. It was a plateau type of the year in terms of we just had the year to be able to do things better. And we really, when I say do things better, and what I feel like we did a little bit better last year and what we're continuing into 2023 with, with good progress already is um, we did a, a better job in, with our calendar planning. We did a better job of not overloading our, our schedule and like putting things on top of one another. We still changed some things, and um, we still had some last-minute changes that we're working on, that little flaw in, our, in my system. Um, we focused on core programs, and we had, we had good growth in all of our core programs, RLC obviously being one of those. One of the, the highlights towards the end of 2022 is we really felt like we started to figure out outreach. And it was like, I know that might mean nothing to you, but I mean, we are called Reach Community. <laughs> Look at the person next to you and say, Reach Community. <laughs> if, we, if we don't figure out how to effectively reach out, then, then we've, we've, we might need to be changing our name. <laughs> but um, fine, we've been trying and we've had a lot of park services with, with a lot of blue shirts there. 
Everybody who's gone to our park services know what I'm talking about. You know, we've, we've, we've attempted a lot of things, but, but come end of the year between the, the French Quarter outreaches, and thank you for everybody who's come to those, and the, um, the Thanksgiving and the Christmas things. I mean, we've had, we've had a large number of community people really be impacted and touched and engaged in really that last half of last year. So y'all, y'all did an awesome, awesome job with that. And I just want to acknowledge that. The other, the other highlight of, of last year um, was, you know, we had the, that altar call at some point um, last year. I don't remember exactly what month it was, but just, and as we will each year as the Lord leads, but just encouraging people to follow their call, people who are called, not necessarily full-time, leaving career, leaving everything to follow a full-time call, but nonetheless being trained and equipped for the call of God in your life. And we had that altar call spontaneously one, one Sunday. And as a result of that, we've really been able to revamp kind of put some new expectations and parameters on our internship program, training up those who have a desire for called ministry in their life, still figuring out exactly what that means. But we, in September, we were able to launch that. And, and really, for the first time in our 20 years of, of ministry, you know, we've got four as well as a couple others, but we have four couples. It might be three. And then we have Every, actually, let's put it like this, every new intern who came and joined the program in September was a married individual. And um, that's, that, you might think, well, that's, well, no, that's not just to be taken lightly because it's hard to figure, it's hard to figure that out, as you know, with career, with family, with obligations, with responsibilities, nonetheless, with desires upon your heart to actually be able in, to pursue those and be trained in those. So with that, that was another highlight of 2022. But nonetheless, here we are. We're diving into 2023 with, with some of these things in place now going into this year. And let's have, as by way of reminder, what is our aim here at REACH Community? And you can say our, our mission. We say it in different ways, our purpose What's our vision? But our vision, our mission, our purpose is, is aimed to be a mission-minded, intentional community of believers. In other words, as I said with the groups, we're not just trying the shotgun approach where we're just do, 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 and just shooting and hoping that some pellets hit something. We want to be an intentional community of believers with our name actually meaning something to us. It's been our mission, Christina and mine, for, for some time, but reviving, equipping people with the life-transforming power of Christ and power of the Holy Spirit, and that A is activating people. Everybody say activate. activate. We believe in getting people activated, and but not above first getting saved, planted, filled with power, and even on your way to healthy. Everybody say healthy. healthy. And I'll probably, I'll probably dive a little bit more into that in, in a moment. But getting people activated with their giftings within the body of Christ in order to be a, a caring in a healing house in the community. And, um, and everything, that we, everything that we do needs to be somehow meeting one of these five mission sort of 
obligations that we feel for our community. And so our hope is that each person, when you come into this house, when you come into this community, our, our hope is that, number one, you'd become, a, you'd become a believer. I mean, you'd become a committed follower of Christ, somebody that Jesus comes into your life, you open up your heart for salvation, and the Holy Spirit comes in and fills your heart and fills your life, empowers you to live for Christ. But after becoming a committed follower of Christ, being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, we are encouraging each person, each member of Reach Community to really get into this community of journeying together. And um, some of these words, they can become cliche today. You know, it's just sort of thrown out there. And I, I appreciate some of what Angel said in terms of, you know, in the groups. And this is you. This has nothing to do with, with myself. But just the, the intentionality in the, the, um, the realness, the authenticity. That's, the, that's a better word. The authenticity of um, the, the transparency of the people that you're actually journeying with in the community. And that's really, it's a goal that we're just striving towards it. We don't, we don't do, we don't do always do great at it, but it's always a goal that we're learning and that we're pushing towards. You can learn more about our, our mission and some of who we are in terms of leadership, leadership structure, ministry model, these things. Let me encourage you both at the Get Activated Today, which is open to all who have just the smallest desire to to hear more and maybe be involved, and at the ABM on January 29th. We really just, at at these two forums this year, apart from just meetings, but at Vision Sunday and ABM, these are two forums where you can really, I attempt to communicate all things, you know, high-level expectations. It's a platform to, to get clarity where there needs to be more clarity. And so different from 2022, sort of what we're saying, this good plateau year of doing things better this year, I'm just feeling in my heart that there's some, there's some Isaiah 54, verse 2 ahead of us. Isaiah 54, verse 2, enlarge the place of your tent. Enlarge the place of your tent and let the curtains of your habitations be stretched out. And, um, and as you know, you know, stretching never is never one of those things stretching feels good. I mean, anybody like to do stretches in the morning? Who does stretches when you wake up in the morning? Look, I'm about to, I'm about to impress you right now. Now, don't ask my son to do this because it'd be horrifying. But You'll probably say, put your feet closer together. Okay, here I go. You know, when you go to stretch out, it's like, oh, my goodness. All right, that's as far as I can go, you know. But even, even that, that doesn't feel good, but it's accomplishing a lot, right? Get up in the morning, do your stretches, especially the, the older you get. You got to get all those joints and, and all those things stretched out and working every day. And, and I'll make a little side note. My wife says I don't stretch nearly enough. But moving on from there, this year, there will be many opportunities to stretch. There will be many opportunities to grow, both in the community side of things, but we're also just continuing to believe that in each of our lives, in each of our individual journey with Christ. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 22, it says, I become all things to all people so that by all possible means I might save some. Listen to that scripture again. 
It's a crazy scripture. It's a challenging scripture. I have become all things to all people so that by all possible means, I might save some. And I do all this for the sake of the gospel that I may share in its blessings. So becoming all things to all people, I mean, that right there within itself is a whole stretching process. We all have the the things that we fall into naturally. We all have the things that we like to do naturally. And then there's everything else. It's like, yeah, just let me do this little thing right here. And and then there's, you know, the Lord starts asking us to, to stretch and to do a little bit more. You know, as one of our goals has always been and will always remain in this house, I mean, we're, we, we will not be a house that's driven by trying to be something or be somebody. We want to just be a place where, where Jesus is transforming lives. And having said that, we're, we work hard even pushing through our pride, my pride, and, and not letting pride get the best of us. You know, we can't try to to create a culture or a house that's going to be driven by numbers or budgets or, or acknowledgement of being something out there. We have to just be a people who are, who are content with following hard after Christ and letting Jesus do what he wants to do in our midst year by year. Having said that, I would be happy with for the rest of my life to have things just as they are and not change one iota of anything. But the, the reality is, is that given, given that there's more and more people that are becoming a part, and, and of course it's not necessarily a mushroom effect that I'm talking about and the doors and there's obviously there's some seats around, but there are more and more people that are becoming a part, which when our body and our community continues to grow, it puts more of a responsibility on us, his people. Can anybody say amen to that? And our job then becomes trying to figure out, figuring out from year to year, how to maintain and press forward into mission, how to maintain and press forward into culture, not changing who we are, not becoming something else to make provision for something else. But we really feel like what we have as a community is precious. And um, would anybody like to give me an amen on that? Yeah. Pastor could use it, right? And so <laughs> we, we really do. We find it's precious. We know that we're just scratching the surface, but, but it is precious. And so what we're going to do and what I need right now is... Um, if Caden and some of the guys, we did go ahead and make a new at a glance for, for this year. Don't hold me to every line and tittle of this at a glance, but let's go ahead and pass this out to everybody. Don't, look at, don't just look at the at a glance for the whole rest of the service. I mean, if it's, if it's look at the at a glance or take a nap, I guess you can look at the at a glance. As you know, we've started this last year in 2022, and we're, we're getting a little better at it. This doesn't have every single thing. We just My goal is to keep it on one page, and so being on one page, we can't put every single thing on it, but it does capture the high-level items, and we did go ahead and do it for the year versus doing it for six months. 
Take a quick little glance at it, because I know you can't help yourself, and then look back up here at me. Take, take, take 30 seconds. It'll also be on our blog. It'll be on our website for when you lose that. I put it in my Bible. If, you, you still, if you're still one of those ones that carry in that paper Bible, just once we're done today, you fold it up. And I tape important paper back in the past. I'll just tape it in my Bible. Let's see. Did I tape it in here yet? Nope. Sorry. All right. Y'all got it out your system looking at it just for a second. Go ahead and turn your attention back up here, and you can have that with you to continue to look at. But what that at a glance is going to reflect this year, it's just going to reflect a stretching out. And as Isaiah, again, chapter 54, verse 2, says, stretch out, don't hold back, strengthen. It's almost like 2022, we, we did the latter portion of that scripture and strengthening some stakes and strengthening some of the, the ropes and things. And I'm really feeling just by way of what is going on, the good things that are happening among us, that there's some stretching that has to happen. And Titus chapter 1 verse 5 says, For this reason I left you in Crete, Paul talking to Titus, that you should set in order the things that are lacking. And so we love the idea of of getting things in order, getting things more and more organized, being able to put a schedule in your hands for the year that gives you all the the high-level things. There's, There's obviously some things missing on there that we'll be adding throughout the year. But here, here's a, a few areas, and we're just going to get very practical for the last 10 or so minutes here together. Some of the new things that we're doing this year, that, that some of the high-level new things, in addition to what you heard me say with the groups. Um, number one is regarding our men and women's um, monthly. It was a bi-monthly last year every other month last year, and going into this year, we're actually going to do men and women's service monthly on Wednesday, and um, so we just really felt like the, the participation in those platforms was awesome. The platform to get more people engaged was awesome, people sharing, people testifying. It was just a, it was a powerful platform, and I can speak from the men's. I know the women's always speak good things of theirs, but I tell you, in our men's monthly or every other month meetings, I mean, the testimonies especially that were shared, the light that was shown, shown upon um, through these testimonies was really just incredible. And um, so we're going to do these every month. Men are going to be on um, the second Wednesday and women's is going to be on the fourth Wednesday and Revelation twelve eleven to the point of testifying and this is a platform for testifying and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony and they did not love their lives to death so you want to talk about victory in your life I mean this is this is a three point um, process to having victory in your life. And the obvious number one is just the blood of Jesus, salvation. But the number two is that we all have to be testifying. Every single one of us in youth, we're going to figure out how to get it happening more in youth, provide more opportunity for it to happen in men's, provide more opportunity for it to happen 
um, in women's, obviously, even starting here on Vision Sunday, more opportunity for it to happen here. But the word of our testimony is like this big old light that just shines forth. It brings light to dark areas of our life. It brings us into accountability. It brings people into our life who are going to lift up our hands and help support us as we walk through this challenging life. Amen? And then the last third component of that, non-related at this very moment, but is, is just a little bit mind-boggling. It says they did not love their lives all the way to death. So there's something about being saved, speaking forth what Jesus has done in your life, and simply you not being number one in your world. <laughs> and we'll deal with that on another, on another day. But again, the men's um, and the women's, we will go to a monthly time together with the men's starting this very Wednesday. Number two, and these are all things that whatever prompts your heart today when I say some of these things, come today to get activated at one o'clock. I'll not make you sign your life on the dotted line, but you'll be able to hear some valuable things. Number two is Saturday. Everybody say Saturday. Saturday. Who likes to pray? Anybody likes to pray? You're all supposed to raise your hand. All right, now I'm just let me let me coach you a little bit. No, I mean I guess honestly not everybody likes it, but but let me let me rephrase the question. Who knows that you should be praying? Now you really all should be raising your hand. Okay, come on. Oh my goodness. No, I'm kidding. All right. Who likes Saturday church? Well, there we go. We had it took a minute. Y'all were trying to figure out if I was tricking you or not. I'm not. Here's what we're gonna do on Saturdays. It's slightly different. Please open your ears and heart and hear what I'm about to say. Saturday, I'm going to actually just read it because I've got everything written. I, want, I don't want to just preach and take forever. Saturday will have a slightly different purpose, but will still be considered a service if, for whatever reason, you're unavailable on the Sunday. But here's what the main purpose. We're going to start a Saturday service again. We did it in 2021. We took a break in 2022. Um, we're going to start it again. And each one of these opportunities, think of each one of these opportunities that I mentioned today. Each one of them is like, even though we're one church, think of it as an opportunity for a little church plant or a little ministry plant because they all need people that have a heart for it. They all need teams of people that will be able to commit to it. Understand, we do everything in rotations around here. And Saturday, we're going to really, we're going to stretch our rotation on Saturdays to try to get everybody engaged a little bit on Saturdays. But here's the purpose of Saturdays. A little bit different than Sundays. We're going to come here every Saturday starting on the 28th. We're going to launch this. We're going to give another two weeks. We have an afternoon day of prayer on the 22nd. Um, Sunday, 1 to 3, we've shortened that a little bit. So you can come here and pray, just praying with some worship team support from Sunday to 1 to 3 on the 22nd. And then right after that, we're going to start on the 28th, a Saturday time of prayer, worship, and healing. The focus is 6.30 to 7.30 is going to be the schedule. If the Lord does something more, we know that we can stay longer. It's not going to be an elongated service. But it's going to be an opportunity for any one of us that you need another time of focused worship, 
prayer or somebody to intentionally pray for you, we're going to have this place open every Saturday. Me and Christina will be here most times. We are going to get to where there will be some rotations happening that the end goal will be that we will not be here every time in the future because we want team to step up. But here for this first year, we will be here. We will provide, I think what we talked about providing is the space of prayer. We're going to set up a little um, place of prayer right here, not in, the, not in the kitchen, but kind of out here. There's going to be worship ongoing. There's going to be praying happening. And there will be a, a short devotional that will take place every Saturday. And what that will do is that will just provide a time for intimate access to both ourselves as pastors as well as to minister ministerial team team leaders in order to receive prayer and um, it really doesn't matter to us if five people come on Saturdays including the team or if 10 people or whatever we're committing to this for 2023 to this new platform for prayer worship and giving people an opportunity to receive healing both for healing and deliverance or any other needs that they may have in their life. Again, this will need a, if you're a prayer, this is going to be one platform that you should consider being engaged in on a Saturday evening. Lastly, as we've mentioned, in terms of just one other major addition, in in addition to all the group stuff that I mentioned, is our Sundays, our Sunday mornings. Now, this this is the, the harder one to figure out because our Sunday morning service um, each week, and obviously we, we love it and it, we feel like it's doing very well. And though there's seats that are still remaining as you look around, the challenge is, is that has anybody been in the parking lot during Sunday morning service? Has anybody noticed that the parking lot sometimes is getting harder to find a, a parking space? Um, and that's, that's actually a question. Has anybody noticed that or nobody's noticed? So one, two, three... So most people haven't quite noticed that. I'll, there's about four or five that's saying you have. We, have. we have 80 parking spots. Everybody say 80. We've been having somewhere around 75 with the occasional, um, and of course it varies during the holiday season, but we've been having roughly 75 with the occasional one or two times above 80 cars that have been here on Sunday mornings. That's one problem. We do have the parking lot next door, so if you ever come and it looks full, having a hard time finding a space there, we are sort of allowed, though we've never asked. Um, <laughs> my reasoning there is when we bought the facility, there was a bridge already in place from, from this parking lot to that parking lot. So I said to myself, look, they've already built a bridge for us. Right? The bridges have been built, and I'm just one to walk over bridges once they're already there. And so there are another 20 or so parking lots over there that's obviously not our parking, and we're not going to build our philosophy on that parking in case that ever goes away. Sunday, everything is closed there, so it doesn't seem like a problem, but you never quite know. So that's, that's one problem, that, that a Sunday morning is, is a growing problem, a good growing problem. A second growing problem is going back to that scripture where I started just a minute ago and where it says, becoming all things to all people. And another problem that, that I want to address is, is um, 
helping people to transition into this culture and into this atmosphere. You say, what do you, what do you mean by that? Well, we all know if anybody, if I ask, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hands with this, but if anyone has either you don't have church background or you're coming from a background of a much, you know, quicker sort of environment, um, you know, it takes some commitment right off the get-go in order to come into that long-winded pastor's sermons on Sunday morning over at Reach Community. And, um, and this is obviously something that I'm aware of, and it's actually part of our culture. We're not going to let time dictate our culture here. And, um, and that's really an important part of who we are at this, this main service together. But at the same time, there's also the idea of becoming all things to all people and figuring out how can we do, how can we make provision and do a little bit better at making it easy for some of our friends and families and, and people who are not familiar with a church-going background to sort of enter in into this time. And the fourth or third problem, I get confused with all the problems, Problems are good because I feel like we're all supposed to be problem solvers, so I think of things in terms of problems, and, and your assignment in life, that thing that you think is the most biggest problem that just irritates you the most in life, oh, that just might be your assignment to, to, um, to fix that thing. But um, other than our, you know, our, our third problem, I think I've actually mentioned it, is um, sort of mentioned it, is that if it's an event or if it's a holiday or something, those times are already, already packed both parking lot and in here. And the, the fourth problem is that, you know, to just stretch out and just say, oh, we're just going to double it up and like, like it's sort of the standard to do out there and just sort of do the same thing twice and teams do everything twice and everything. I've done that for years and years in the past and really just don't, don't have an affinity for what that creates in a place, and, and certainly not to, the, not to the extent of trying to, you know, haul people in and haul people out, right? And so all these things become great challenges because we're still dealing with the first problem that we're running out of parking room space, and, and a handful, if not two handful times of the year, we're running out of space in here. And so we have to address that. The fifth problem being that we simply need to provide room for increase, right? We need to make space. We need to make space for the Lord to bring more people into this community. And this is the, the precious facility, as I said at the beginning, that the Lord has given us. And um, we're not aspiring to go try to find land and to build huge. It's just not really on our heart. There will be some expansion in the future, and we'll see how the Lord does that. But I've always said it and will continue to say, my personal goal is not to be the pastor of a mega church. That's not my aspiration in life. Whatever the Lord does, he does, but I'm not out there trying to be a pastor of a big church. I'm trying to be a pastor, a faithful pastor, and teach our team to pastor those whom the Lord has planted into this house. Whoever and however many of those people it might be. Nonetheless, we got to work hard. We got to be diligent in the fields. And so all these are good problems, yet they need some addressing. So what are, what are we thinking 
here's what I'm thinking. This part of the plan is not concrete yet because, frankly, we just want to get some more input. We want to put it out there. We want to see how, how people just are responding in terms of um, joining and participating in the need there, that there would be and just seeing if there's some other ideas that we aren't able to hear yet and seeing how Saturday, if that addresses any of the need moving forward first. So what we're thinking in general terms is creating another service in the morning, probably around 9 o'clock-ish time, but it would be a different service because, again, I don't want to change the, the culture or the atmosphere of what's already been created, meaning this service, how we conduct it, lunch afterwards, the fellowship that happens there. We, don't, we want all that to go untouched in terms of the philosophy and the culture of it. But I feel like we can keep that in contact. We can keep that in place by sh- shifting that maybe 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes forward or backwards, I'm sorry, to a slightly later time, whether it's 10.30, 10.45 start, 12.30 lunch start instead of 12 o'clock and keep all that basically in place, which would then make a 9 o'clock service a slightly shorter service, which, frankly, for many of us on some Sundays, whether there's schedules or other things that we need to engage in, might be something that could help us at times. But have a, a Sunday earlier service that we would get additional team rotation happening with, need more people to get activated, to be able to facilitate a Sunday, maybe 9 to 10.15-ish, 10 to 10.15-ish, and, um, and that would kind of be a shorter, same content, same service philosophy, nothing of that changes. Obviously, we'd have to compact it a little bit, and then we would then go into our second service later with it all being the same unchanged time frame philosophy and everything as it always has been. This is this here is the challenge and this is what this is why I haven't set a date on it yet because frankly I'm just we're still looking at the need for it because I don't want to do it until we we need to even though I do feel like it will provide a ministry platform of becoming all things to all people that will that aspect of it will be provided a little bit different from now. Maybe March maybe April time frame, if the trending in terms of parking lot and everything continues to go the direction that it's going. And uh, we'll continue to work on that and talk about that individually and announce more. You'll see on your at a glance where there's just one little line that says, you know, a service could be coming, so be aware of that. Lastly, and I realize it's 12 o'clock, but I do want to read these two scriptures lastly, is about getting activated in your giftings within the body. And in Romans chapter 12, verses 3 through 8, it says, For by the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you you ought. Look at the person next to you and say, don't be too arrogant. (laughs) Do not think of yourself more highly than you ought. But rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body and many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ, though many, form one body. 
and each member belongs to all the others. Verse 6, we all have different gifts. Look at the person next to you and say, you have a different gift than me. We all have different gifts. According to the grace of God given to each one of us. And then it goes on and names a few. And then in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 16, it says, From him the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. As each part does its work. You know, each member of this body and really every body within the body of Christ has a unique gifting. You have a purpose that you can serve. And, and you know, I heard somebody say recently, and I just thought it was such a good thought, that, that sometimes people take the giftings that they have and they use them more outside of the body than they do using them within the body. And, um, and I think we can use our giftings outside of the body of Christ, but I think that our giftings should also, if not be prioritized, to be used within the body to benefit and strengthen in love each member of the body. And so we can use our giftings, and we're going to be encouraging people, um, again, that each one of these new opportunities, that it's an opportunity for you to consider prayerfully to get engaged and get activated. And I said it earlier, and I feel like I always have to repeat myself in this, so I apologize if I say it too much. But our, our goal here is not for you to walk through the doors and start serving. Never. It's just not, we don't, we don't want to build a house or a church off of just people having an identity as to what they do in the house. Because once, once only what you do in the house becomes your identity, and that's the only reason you're here, well, then if you're not assigned, if you're not on the schedule, you're not on the rotation, then all of a sudden, you know, you're nowhere to be found because we can end up be, being in the house of God for the wrong reason. And that the reason we need to first be here is to be here to be lovers of Christ, to be here so that we can be being filled with the Holy Spirit together so that we can be being encouraged and challenged and convicted by the word of God so that we can then, once healthy and, and or at least moving towards healthy. Come on, somebody say amen to that one. <laughs> I'm not talking about perfect people. I'm talking about, man, you're, you're, you're uptrending to, you know, just being healthy and having your heart in the right place with the Lord and, and growing in relationship and being open with others. Then, obviously, serving and using your giftings are an intricate part of the body of Christ. And so it's a, it's a little bit different of a, of a priority that I see the Word of God teaching it and sharing it, but it, it is a high-level need in the body to continue to grow together and be who it is that the Lord's called us to be in this community. Well, with that, we will conclude our family dinner. That was dessert. It wasn't very sweet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I apologize for that. We're not going to end with worship today, babe. We're going to just pray. And, um, and I want to encourage you because I want to get us fed. And, and again, if your heart has been pricked in any sort of way today, 
if you can come to get activated, if you can come to that session, you're just going to hear expectations. You're going to hear processes. If you've been at that two or three times, you're going to get a, a revised booking. You're going to hear some of the same retraining over again. But we're going to close in prayer. We're going to eat, and then um, at 1 o'clock or earlier, we'll be back here. We're going to shoot for 1245 so that by latest at 1, we're starting and um, in here for Get Activated. If you would, go ahead and stand to your feet, please. Hallelujah. Well, that was a lot to, to say and, and, and get through in a morning, so I hope it wasn't too different for, for all of us. But Lord Jesus, we just thank you today, Lord. We thank you for this house. We thank you for your mission your purpose, Lord, for this community, for REACH community. I thank you for every person that you have joined together, planted in this house, Lord. I just pray that, Holy Spirit, you would continue your work in each of our lives, that the Word of God would flourish in our hearts, Lord, and just bear forth fruit that remains through our lives. And, Lord Jesus, I just pray as we move forward, prayerfully move forward into 2023, Lord, help us to do so cautiously. Help us to do so with the wisdom of God, Lord, and raise up, raise up men and women, boys and girls from this house, Lord, who can just be vessels of healing, vessels of serving this house and all those who come in in the months ahead. And Jesus, we just commit everything done and said today into your hands, and we ask you to be magnified and be glorified in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen, amen. amen. God bless you guys. We'll see you at lunch.